Good evening, all you cunt cakes and twat waffles. Kristen and Relly back with Al, motherfucker. Season 4, episode 7 of Demented and Unusual. Tonight we will be covering Eileen Carol Pittman, more commonly known as Eileen Warno. She was born February 29th, 1956. She has a confirmed kill count of 6, with claims of up to... Wow. Wow. What are you doing, Fab? Born in Rochester, Michigan, to Diane Warnos and Leo Dale Pittman. They married two years before she was born, and a, ye- and a year before she was born, they had a son named Keith. Leo, her father, killed himself while in prison for sexually assaulting and killing a seven-year-old girl. Some say he was strangled. We'll leave that up to you. I hope he was. I hope he suffered. Yes. <laughs> Awkward silence. In 1960, Diane left left Keith and Eileen with their grandparents and never came back. They received little to no supervision from their grandparents. So much so to the point that when Eileen was six, she kind of gave herself a slight deformity by burning herself in the face with a lighter. At age 11, she started having sex with her brother and some friends in exchange for money, drugs, and food. (laughs) Selling her hot pocket for a hot pocket. Oh my god. (laughs) It was rumored that her grandmother was a drunk, and her grandfather also raped and beat her frequently. Her... (laughs) Stop it. She became pregnant at 14 after being raped by her grandfather's friend. Uh, she ended up giving up her son for adoption. Her grandfather blamed her for what happened and told her that no man would ever be able to love and raise a family with her. At 15 years old, she had already quit school and started having sex with men for money just to survive. She claimed her grandma knew about the abuse, but never intervened. And in 1971, her grandmother died of liver failure, and it was at this time her grandfather beat her one last time and threw her out. So she started living in the woods. She survived by hitchhiking and maintaining a job as a sex worker. May 27, 1974, Eileen was arrested. Arrested. Eileen was arrested in Jefferson County, Colorado for driving under the influence, disorderly conduct, and firing a 22 caliber pistol from a moving vehicle. She was also later charged with failure to appear. In 1976, she met a 63-year-old wealthy yachtsman named Lewis, and they were married the same year. She continued to live life as a single woman and frequented bars. She picked fights with literally everyone, including her husband. Shortly after their marriage, she was arrested for assault and had an restraining order issued against her by her husband because she beat him with his own cane. She returned to Michigan and on July 14, 1976, she was arrested in Antrim County. She was charged with assault, disturbing the peace, with assault and disturbing the peace for throwing a cue ball at a bartender's head. I kind of wonder if he was bald, honestly. I know. (laughs) Did she throw a cue ball at the cue ball? (laughs) July 17, 1976, Keith died of esophageal cancer 
and Eileen received a $10,000 payout from his life insurance. July 21, 1976, her marriage to Lewis was annulled through a petition that he had made. Nine weeks? Nine whole weeks. Mm. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Uh, May 20, 1981, Eileen was arrested in Edgewater, Florida for the armed robbery of a convenience store. Sorry, I, I realized I started speaking really fast. <laughs> she made out with a whole 35 fucking dollars and two packs of cigarettes. May 4th, 1982, she was sent to prison, and by June 30th, 1983, she was released. Eileen met 24-year-old Tyria Moore in Daytona, Florida in 1986 at a gay bar, and they began an intense romance. Some say she was kind of like the love of her life. Aww. Yeah. That's so gay. And so she... <laughs> she began working even harder to provide for Tyria. Uh, together, they sold stolen items in nearby pawn shops. Because the family that pawns together stays together. <laughs> in 1990, uh, she had become suspicious, if not fully aware, of what Eileen was doing. And so she up and moved to Pennsylvania with her family. They officially split up in 1991. By 1991, her records, uh, Eileen's records, included arrests for forgery, illegal possession of firearms, assault, and robbery, just to name a few. They were definitely not all of her felonies and misdemeanors. Um, her arrest records often had a note that stated, "Attitude poor." All caps. All caps, because you know, they got to be petty shit like that. <laughs> Officers also described her as erratic. Not erotic. Not erotic. And easily angered. January 13, 1989, 51-year-old Richard Mallory picked up Eileen along Interstate 75 to engage in sex for pay, not for play. A volusia- December 13th. What did I say? January 13th. December! December Son 13th. Of a fuck. <laughs> Son of a biscuit. A Volusia County deputy found his body several miles away from his abandoned car and wrapped in a rug. Was it he, abandoned it was in a, a rug? It was abandoned, yes. <laughs> he was shot multiple times in the chest. June 1st, 1990, 43-year-old construction worker David Spears was found naked with six shots to the torso. Carol Baskin. <laughs> If you're watching this or listening to this, please don't sue us. We're broke. And fuck you. <laughs> Go on. June 6, 1990. 40-year-old rodeo worker Charles Karskadon. 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 I don't know. That's how I, uh, how it's I fun. imagine it. It's fun to say. Yeah. Uh, he was found in Pasco County. He was shot nine times in the chest and stomach. So she's expanding her horizons. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. June 7th, 1990, 65-year-old uh, Peter Sims, Sims left for New York. New Jersey. And New Jersey, by way of New York. <laughs> uh, his car was found in Orange Springs with shattered windows and blood on the seats. His body was never found but witnesses claim to have seen two women near his car. Dun, dun, dun. 
didn't tell him about the women. Oh, I thought you were going to tell him. No, I okay. you're going to tell him. <laughs> um, more specifically, an elderly woman named Rhonda Bailey reported to firefighter Hubert Hewitt <laughs> that she had seen an accident in front of her house. She said that two women, one brunette and one with blonde hair and an injured arm, got out of the car and were very obviously drunk and arguing. She said that she offered them help and they refused it and left. And that was that. August 4th, 1990, Mary County officers found 51-year-old salesman Troy Burris less than a week after he was reported missing in the Oklahoma, whatever, Ocala. National Forest. Ow. Um, although his body was fairly decomposed, the medical examiner was able to determine his cause of death. Which and was? you guessed it, two gunshots to the torso. OMG. Okay, so September 12th, 1990. Retired Air Force Major, police chief, and Florida child abuse investigator. <laughs> That's a very specific. Uh, That's not even all of the things that they used to describe this man. <laughs> He was busy. Yeah. Charles Dick Humphreys was found dead in Marion County. He's not busy anymore. Hashtag dead. Um, (laughs) He was found fully clothed with multiple gunshots to the head and torso. His car was later found in Suwanee County. November 19th, 1990. 62-year-old Walter Antonio was found in a remote part of Dixie County with four gunshots to the back and the head. And his car was found five days later in Brevard County. Wernus was arrested for an outstanding warrant in a bar in Florida, and police ended up finding Tyria in Pennsylvania. January 1991, um, Tyria made a deal in order to avoid prosecution. Prosecution? Fuck. Not um, prostitution. <laughs> <laughs> she, mm, I don't know if you heard that swallow. <laughs> she evoked a phone confession from Eileen, who happened to take complete responsibility for all murders. I mean, obviously, she probably didn't know she was being set up, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. During her trial, Eileen alleged that Richard Mallory had raped and assaulted her, so that his murder was self-defense. Um, I guess not a fun fact, but a little fact here. Mallory had previously served 10 years in prison for sexual assault, but of course that was not revealed in court. Because, you know, there's no relevance whatsoever. I know, right? Like, I get not wanting to, like, slam the victim, but I mean, that's one thing she never wavered on. Yeah. I don't know. Just because you're a sex worker does not mean you cannot get raped. Exactly. Just because you're paying for it, no means no. She stated that the five other murders were self-defense, but then later retracted that statement altogether. During the investigations, Volusia County Police found items that belonged to Richard Mallory at a pawn shop, with a receipt showing Eileen's thumbprint. So I guess in like other states, they use thumbprints as like identifiers. I guess on so. the, It's fucking crazy. On the pawn shop receipts, I don't know. I've never pawned anything, so I couldn't tell you. Uh, police then traced other stolen items from Richard to Eileen. A camera found 
a camera from Richard's car was found inside a rented warehouse unit, which was open with a key that they had taken off of Eileen's person. And she had actually rented the unit under an alias, one of many that she used. And eventually the police traced more of Richard's belongings to other pawn shops and people. January, January 27th, 1982. Yes. Eileen Warnos was found, was found guilty of the first-degree murder of Richard Mallory, and she received the death penalty. She inevitably pled guilty for the five other murders, to which she received five more death sentences. She later admitted to murdering Peter Sims, but like we said, <sighs> his body was never recovered. After a decade on death row, she filed her appeals lawyers... Fired. What did I say? Filed. She fired? Well, she may have filed them too. Who knows? (laughs) She fired her appeals lawyers who were working for a stay of execution, um, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically don't kill me yet. It's a delay. Um, She had made some comments suggesting that she was disconnected from reality, so she saw three psychiatrists that all deemed her mentally competent to understand what the death penalty is, and why she received it. So in 2002, Florida Governor Jeb Bush lifted her temporary stay, and on December 9th of that same year, she was executed. October 9th. What did I say? December. Dang it, I suck. Uh, October 9th, 2002, Eileen Wornos was executed by lethal injection. So like a weird thing about the whole like comments that suggested she was disconnected from reality it was like some public defense attorney like it wasn't even like the ones that she fired or anything it was some wild it was was some rando and like i don't know it just turned into this long drawn out thing and i mean i guess it worked you know she didn't die until 2002 but it was just like okay she doesn't even go here (laughs) fun facts fun facts It is alleged that her last words were, I'd like to say that, I'd just like to say that I'm sailing with the rock and I'll be back like Independence Day with Jesus June 6th, like the movie, Big Mothership and all, I'll be back. Whatever the fuck that means. (laughs) So, Independence Day and a little bit of Terminator at the end. I'll be back. (laughs) Within two weeks of her arrest, she had already sold movie rights to her story investigators in her case did the same so it resulted in several books movies and surprisingly enough an opera on the life of quote america's first female serial killer i really want to watch that serial serial killer oh no (laughs) i really want to watch that opera though i think it'd be a pretty badass erotic (laughs) erratic even (laughs) Alright, this part pisses me off um, more than anything that she did, actually. She declined the traditional last meal, which is anything you want under $20. So instead, she received a cup of coffee. And what pisses me off is it was probably ghetto-ass prison coffee, not even fucking Starbucks, and she had to die with shitty coffee in her stomach. (laughs) It pisses me off. (laughs) Ugh. Your Karen is showing. I know. I'm sorry. 
Was she a manager? She was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> and her ashes were scattered by a tree in her hometown. Fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. There's uh, two books if y'all are interested in checking them out. The first one, um, well, I mean, there's a lot of books, obviously. I believe they're movies. They're movies. That's what I meant. Anyways. In my head. Uh, the first movie, mm. movie. is uh, Eileen Warnos, The Selling of a Serial Killer, released in 1993. And then the other one is Eileen, Life and Death of a Serial Killer, released posthumously in 2003. Remember, y'all, don't come on Eileen. <laughs> she, she might kill you. <laughs> And with that, I will say, stay creepy. Creepy.